This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Now, here we are, Glenn. Bogart's still on assignment. I'm here with uh, Glenn Pye. And uh, in case you don't know who Glenn Pye is, Glenn Pye is uh, from Glory Day Sports. He's the guy that you saw when we did the shows on Vision. He was the one doing the autographs, um, posters. sports, posters, records, ephemera. He probably knows almost as much as I do, but I have him here because of some things I don't know. And uh, he also has his own business uh, down on Ripley as well, and he buys and sells the stuff. Now, we're also, you know, you can get us on podcast. Um, you can call in. Glenn's going to give you the numbers right now. But today's the interesting show. We're going to have things in your house worth more than your house. We're going to talk about gas station gold. We're going to talk about uh, gold and silver, political civil rights. Stuff, civil rights. We're all over the map today. What? Read okay. the list. So numbers to call locally, 416-360-0740, or out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on AM, Zoomer 740 and 96.7 FM, and Paul's shops at 10341 Young Street in Richmond Hill, 905-737-4653 is the store's number. Yep. Yeah, they're good so far. All right, so some of the things we're uh, looking for and going to touch on during the show, gold and silver, sports memorabilia, vases, dishes, postcards, records, jump charts, other rock and roll memorabilia, old jazz, old blues records, military medals and uniforms, other high-end military items, prints, Bateman, otherwise, uh, Trisha Romance, Lumbers. No, but even real prints. You know that um, Robert Bateman sold his original to teachers for three hundred dollars each. Now they're worth several thousands now, yeah, up to twenty-five, yeah, a hundred thousand. We want those teachers to call in. We want those teachers. No, we only want them to call in if they want to sell the print. Okay. I mean, the painting. Wow, well, they could talk to us. Old toys, transformers, lunch pails, old trade magazines, Eaton's catalogs, Canadian Tire, old banknotes, coins, fishing lures, all kinds of toys, wrestlers, transformers, uh, magic, Tina. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. See, I got the acronym, TMNT. No, no, but the thing about that is, and I want to talk about that, we'll talk about it later in the show, people know about their older stuff, the stuff grandma gave us. You have, the stuff that really could be valuable in your house is the stuff your grandkids give you or your kids left behind. They moved out, store this for me, mom. Remember that, that big story about everyone, my mom threw out my garbage, my... Uh, There's a company to name that. My mom threw out my baseball card. Yeah, okay. Things you throw out, but that's the stuff. Sometimes that can be worth a lot more than uh, uh, the older stuff. You say, "Okay, this is two hundred years old." Yeah, but the first people who wanted it are all not with us anymore. Well, speaking of that, we've got Dorothy from Toronto, and she's yep. calling in about an old 
uh, wooden master's desk. Dorothy. Well, Dorothy, can you hear us? Maybe I think we might have lost Dorothy. I don't know. But we're also going to be talking about, I want it, she'll come back. On uh, we, what we want here, I will need listers. I need people to work, want to work from home. I keep on saying it's easy work. We drop it off. All you have to be able to do is take pictures and put it on the computer and we pick it up. It's completely COVID safe. You can, we drop it off. You can let it sit there for two days. It's not time sensitive. We'll pick it up from you and we'll pay you. Okay, this is just one of those things that we're looking for people, especially in the Richmond Hill or Etobicoke area. We need people that uh, want to work from home. It's easy work, and uh, it's not high pressure, and it's uh, we lay it all out for you for our auctions because we're doing about 1,000 items every two weeks, and we need more people because we need to do 1,000 items every week. Now, the other thing is I want to say this about the podcast. If you missed a show here... You can go to Zoomer, and you can see the, hear us on the back show. It's like information, because it's every week we try and switch up the information, right? Right. Now, give out the numbers. Just pretend to call in until Glenn. 416. It's my second time giving out the numbers. You know that. Yeah, you're being paid twice as much. Which is zero. Yeah. 416-360-0740. Locally, out of town, one eight six six. Seven four zero four seven four zero. So I'm going to get an assistant, an unpaid intern type assistant. Does all the work for me. Yeah, you have one, don't you? There's a room in the laundry room for a third person. There's a room in the laundry room. We could have been outside today. It's such a beautiful day. Now, on uh, we're going to talk to Rick. Rick, how are you doing? Rick, good morning, gentlemen. What a beautiful day it is indeed. The sun is shining. It's a warm day. We're in the full swing of the fall market. Uh, and, Paul, I want to say it was great to see you the other day at one of our uh, listings that we just recently sold, as you know. Um, no, no, but what I mean, wanted Chris, to... you're being too modest here. What does the house sell for uh, right across the street? How much left? Okay. Okay. So the house across the street sold for, get this, a similar home. I remember, it's a similar home. For $140,000 less than what we got for our client. We okay. may say that again. How much? Okay, $140,000. Now, that's a lot of money. Oh, no, I don't know about you, but I say it's a lot of money to leave on the table. And uh, not only that, Paul, we sell the, the, our listing for $140,000 more, but we sold it. We brought the buyer, you know, so... That means we're doing something right. That means we're able to reach more people and bring more people to our listings than most other people, other agents can do. Now, so, uh, this is not a case of selling 140 over list where you just put the wrong price on it to start with. This is a case exactly. of a house right across the street, right across, yeah. like I can throw rocks at it and hit it. Is That's that right. And sold for 140000 less because they didn't... Someone listed it and then just walked away. They didn't say anything yes. more about it. You actually played both parts of this. Not that we ever want people to get exclusive listings. We Anytime a guy, a real estate agent, wants to list, with you, list exclusively, you have to walk away from that deal. All that can happen mm -hmm. is you get less money. Okay? Yes. There might be some extenuating circumstances for that. By and large, though, you want the most people looking at your house so you can get the highest price for it. So yes. now we're. This is um, 
You sold for 140000 and it's because mm-hmm. you worked it. More. More. Yeah. We sold more for money. 140000 or more. Yes. Uh, we sold it, meaning we brought the buyer. Uh, that makes everybody happy. Uh, and you know what? We're available to do the same for other people because we consistently, Paul, you know this for a fact, we consistently get our, our sellers more money for their homes. Yeah. And why? Well, they need to call and we can tell them what we do that other people don't do. You know, uh, the know, market evaluation is free. You know, I, I come to your house. Uh, we give your house uh, a, a thorough going over. We do a market evaluation. We give uh, tips on how to improve the value of the home. Uh, and, you know, we generally, we're with you every step of the way. And we, we do our best to always get you as much money, more money for your house than anyone else is going to get you. And you know what? There's never anything wrong with that. Hey, um, but here's part yeah. B. Like yeah. this weekend, when we sold a house a um, month ago, we actually right. moved the client. We sold his items. We're selling his items that he doesn't want. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. sold his house. We right. moved the stuff he does want to his new house. Talk right. about stress-free. This guy didn't do anything. He's out having That's a right. property already in his new house, mm-hmm. and the stuff mm-hmm. going, we didn't unpack it for him. The only thing we didn't do right. was unpack it. Right. We right. could have if he asked us to. If they ask you nicely, I'm sure you would have done that as well. <laughs> of course we would. Now, yeah. what's your number there, Rick? I want. I cannot believe. I know we're still in the fall season. I have people want to sell. They want to sell in the spring. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Do it now. What spring's you going know, to break. I have to say that you know people think, oh, the spring market. No, the more homes you have competing against you the less you might get for yours. So right now we're, we're in the full swing of the fall market, which traditionally is one of the best markets. So if they want their house sold and for more money, give me a call at 416-258-3972. I'm always available to take anyone's call. Looking forward to their calls, Paul. Or they can call me at 905-737-4653. And we will get in touch with Rick, or we'll come down and see your house, see how we can make it better and get ready for sale. Thanks, Rick. Have a good weekend. Have a great day, guys. Great. Take care. Thanks. Okay. Okay. No, that was amazing that we sold for harm 40000 more. Does your arm ever get sore, pat yourself on the back? No, no. You're okay with that? I'm okay with that. That's nice. How about you saying good stuff about me? I am going to say so. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. You showed up on time today. Bogart doesn't. Okay. So uh, Dorothy from Whitby's calling in about a U.S. $2 bill. And this might be kind of interesting because there's a lot of misinformation oh. about $2 bills. Okay. Are you yeah. there, Dorothy? Yes, I am. Okay, Dorothy. In the bottom, about at um, 4 o'clock and about, an inch, about three quarters of an inch from the bottom, you're going to see a little number. It's going to be the date that was printed. It was oh, printed. it's in the safety deposit box. Oh. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> ah, okay. So $2 bills, like... It's I have uh, with George Washington on it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've had it for ages and ages and ages, but I just happened to take a look the last time I was in the bank. Right. We we have a place in Florida, and I know, especially up in Canada here, oh, U.S. $2 bills are impossible. We still get them in change down there. So yeah. that's a mm. bit of a an urban myth out there that there's no U.S. $2 bills. But like Paul said, it could be a good one. It just depends on the yeah. date printed and um, any signatures on it from the Treasury or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, I like the $1 bills, the silver certificates. 
yeah. we will get a little bit more. But okay, you know, say you had a thousand dollar bill from 1954, and you left it in your safety deposit box since 1954, you would be getting about twelve hundred dollars for it in the collector market. But if you put in the bank and had interest on it, you'd have seven or eight thousand dollars right now, or ten thousand, because it doubles every seven years back then. Or if you bought Apple two years ago, you'd have two hundred thousand. So we're not a financial advisement okay. show, right. and Sorry. every day we Sorry I'm reminded why I shouldn't be a financial advisor. Yeah. Okay, but the point is, on this two dollars, somebody can just put it in the bank. You can just put it in your account and. So being old, I mean, it could be from the fifties and still worth nothing. It, yeah, we're looking four dollars, four dollars. Yeah, it's worth a little more, and it's U.S. So that yeah. alone's two dollars and seventy cents Canadian. Yeah, no, no, but uh, it's something that has more, um, more of the mystique around, like Glenn just said, and uh, no, there's lots of sizzle and no steak. How's that? Okay. But if you call Paul with the date on it, he'll give you an exact number. Well, what else is in the safety deposit box? I hope you have something else. Oh, I have a lot of coins and everything, and then I've got a lot more coins (laughs) at home. Yeah, coins are good. We're always interested in looking at those. Later on the show, we're going to get the gold and silver prices. But you want coins are generally in the American coins before 1964 are all silver. 90%. 90%. And... Canadian coins, prior eighty. Yeah, and then the ones with the animals on them are between fifty and eighty percent. Mm-hmm. So everything before about sixty-seven is worth bringing into the store, and you might be really surprised. And and, and I'm going to say, but it's going downtown because I have a later note on this. A friend, and he said, I think I mentioned this last week, and it was true. Uh, a guy had his friend was saying, I'm going to bring your silver bars downtown, and I'll get you ten thousand for them. We gave him $30,240 for what his friend was about to give him, five, I mean, $10,000 for it. Okay. That's so a good have, friend. That's a good friend. And his friend might have been trying to help him. He's just really, he needs Blue smarter out. friends. He needs smarter friends. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We've got another call from Mike in Georgetown, and he's calling about something we touched on a little earlier, Trisha Romance. Oh, I told you not to say anything about that. Yeah, I still want to hear about it. Okay, how can I help you there? Hello, good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing good. Great. Yeah, I've got some Trish Romance prints that never be never been put on the frame, and I didn't know. They're still collectible, are they? No. Uh, don't frame them. Do not. No. Do not spend you them. Not the money them. They're, under, they're under the bed, actually. <laughs> Good. Okay. Here's the point on this. Trisha Romance now, which you sell three, four, five hundred dollars It depends if they're really small runs. they got to be under 100 or 200 Okay. So that would be an artist proof or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. They're going to be 50 to to $100 if you can get that. Okay. We put them yeah. into auction and frame I haven't sold a Trisha Romance over $100 in I don't know how long. But they're easier to sell unframed. Yeah. It, uh, and also, in particular, you don't have that extra money into it, so at least it's right. not and like... And we can ship them. You didn't pay 500 for the print, then 500 to frame. I mean, now yeah. you're looking at a loss regardless, but it's better to have them unframed. Yeah. They're easier to sell for us, too. Yeah. you got to remember this. Trisha Romance, she gets paid the original money. She doesn't care what they're going to be worth 10 years from now. She just wants yeah, but an original out. painting is great. Oh, original painting be worth money. Right. If you're an original, and that's why I mentioned about the Bateman, because a lot of teachers, he used to sell them, you have to get on a list for $300, and they'd be worth 
We sold Bateman's up to 100,000 originals. The, the, these artists have uh, given new meaning to the term limited because we'll see a limited and it's 25,000. In yeah. the sports world, if it's 1,000, it's too much. I mean, if we're buying sports memorabilia, we want, like Paul said, 100 or even less, but thousands is a lot of material to have out there, and I don't know how many people are looking for them. We used to have an expression in poker, no use being the 11th best poker player in the world if the other 10 are at your table. That means you, we don't, you want to, if there's only, if they make 25,000, but there's only 20,000 collectors, who cares? There's no, but my comeback to that is I would play with people below number 11. Yes. I get my own table. Get your own table. Okay. I <laughs> Yes. Okay, I on these prints, that. you got to go see, there'll be pencils numbered in the, in the corners. You yep. can sell them in mass. Your best lot is to sell them at auction, but an auction that um, doesn't start at a dollar, okay? Yep. So you can bring them in. I'll give you my advice on them. We'll take a look at them. Um, if they're rolled, uh, leave them rolled. If they're flat, just bring them in flat, please. Okay? Thank you. You invest, you invest in other stuff besides that for your retirement. Okay. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Take, take care, care buddy. Bye. Uh, we've got a call from Barnard in Oshawa, and this is better than a U.S. $2 bill. He has a U.S. $5 gold coin. Yeah. Okay. That is going to be approximately a quarter of an ounce. What year is it now, sir? Hello, Hello. Barnard? Do you hear us? I'm actually Heather Barnard. Oh, it's the last name. It's usually the first name we have up there. Sorry, Heather. How you doing? That's all right. <clears throat> I'm good. I have a 1909 $5 U.S. solid gold coin. It's not solid. Do you want to know that? It's only 96.7% solid. It's not pure pure gold. But it is, um, I'll tell you exactly how much gold is there. It's 0.9675 times 0.25. It is 0.2418. It's a little less than a quarter of an ounce. Okay? Okay. And it'll be at least worth uh, times 25. It's going to be at least worth $600 in gold. There might be some numismatic value to them. Depending but on condition. It depends on condition. If it's perfect, if there's anywhere, any dinnings, any kind of um, damage to it. You like, still get the 600 You still get the $600, okay? But okay. a lot of people think that these are one ounce of solid gold. They're not. I mean, they're the one quarter of an ounce. Even the one... The $20 double eagles are the same thing, the .9675 of an ounce. And they made a lot of them. Now, there are some with certain uh, uh, mint marks. You have to bring them in, and we'll take a look at them. But generally, it's the gold, which is not bad. With gold at $2,500, $2,491 an ounce, it's not such a bad deal, okay? Okay. But it's I, not, I did take uh, it to... I- Sorry, I took it to a jewelry store just to see what they would say, yep. and but they just wanted it to melt it down. We don't melt them. You can sell them as they are, but how much did you get offered? He told me five fifty if he bought it or got it, and probably another hundred on top of that if it was a coin collector. Yeah, he's a little like he's probably fifty yeah. to a hundred bucks less than what we pay, but, um, you know, we definitely have a look at it if you want to bring it in. And you might have other coins. What I want to say is, like, that brings me to another story. A guy brought up his watch this week into a jeweler, and they said, okay, you got, we don't want to take it apart because it's a watch, 
and it's probably got five hundred dollars in gold in it. We'll pay the five hundred. Well, he brought it into me, and I said, "Well, it's probably got thirteen hundred dollars worth of gold in it, but we're going to take it apart." He says, thirteen hundred. I'll take it apart. It ended up being sixteen hundred and fifty dollars in gold. Now, this is why I want to make sure that you know what. We got calls. We're dragging on. We're wasting Heather's time a little bit. No, but I want to make you know someone else has got watches. Are you going to talk about watches later on? These gold watches have got a lot more value in them now, but the the watch is not worth it as a watch. It's worth as a chunk of gold. But you want to get the real amount. These guys who say, no, nah, we're going to leave it like this and we're going to estimate, the guy estimated really low at $500, okay? This is why your, your jewelry you brought in at $550, that's, that's a reasonable markup. They don't know as much as we do, but the guy was being fair with you, okay? Thank Thanks. you, Heather. Okay. Okay, We've you. got Val right. calling, and uh, something that I remember well, Rice Krispies Blue Jays Championship Cereal Box. Maybe we'll have another one this year. They're in the playoffs. Boy, you're an optimist. You take a frying pan when you go fishing? If they win today and Yankees lose, they're the fifth seed. They're ahead of the Yankees. There you go. Okay, that hurts. Okay. On, um, Are you there, Val? Hello? Yeah. Yep, go ahead. Yeah, so I've got two boxes, one from the Raptors when they first season, when they first started, it was a Rice Krispies box, and one from the Blue Jays uh, when they first started also was a Rice Krispies. Are they worth anything? Well, the Raptors one is probably worth a little more, even though it's newer, it's from 95, but you might be talking around $20. They didn't do as many of those, but the, uh, I'll bet you get more right now, Raptor Fever. Yeah, it's kind of died off a bit when they okay. got knocked out. It was very strong, and it's still okay. I mean, 20 bucks for a cereal box, particularly if you ate the cereal, that's even better yeah. for you. And personal advice but, here, if you haven't eaten the cereal, don't, don't start now. Although there's a TV show now where you can send them old food, and they eat it on the TV show. They oh, no, I, ate the, I ate the Christmas God. That's a TV show? Yes, that's a TV show. It makes storage wars look good. Well, <laughs> good. But, what about, um, I also have um, All-Star Game uh, ballots. They were giving them out at the, when, you know, before the All-Star Game from the 90s, in the 90s, actually. One. Yeah. They, they were because anything? People grabbed stacks of those. Like, they did come down the aisle, but if you went to the usher at the top of the aisle, you could ask for 50 yeah. of them, and they give right, them because they, right. they wanted you to vote for Blue Jay players, obviously, but Right. I would say the ones that I can sell for a bit more money are like 77 first-year Blue yeah. Jays, 78. Right. But once you get into the 90s, they're a good keepsake. Give them to your grandkids or friends. There's not really any value there. Tell them the story that you were at the game. But you better remember the score if you, if you lie to them like that. We're going to take yeah. more of your calls after this message is, but give those numbers so in case someone wants okay. to call yeah. in. Anything else you get your coffee? Or no, you I got coffee. I'm good. 416-360-0740. Locally, out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on Zoomer 740-96.7 FM. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. And I'm going to start attacking you now. No, don't. Yeah, I'm going to make fun of you on the show. Yeah. We might be still on the line. Well, sorry. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. 
Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Here, we're back. I think we're back. Okay. Now, later on, please hang on. Have a pen and paper ready. Make sure they both work because we're going to be giving the gold and silver prices later on. We're going to be talking about gold, uh, gas station gold. And, of course, you know, in case I forget, I want you to buy local. Okay, and I keep on saying that take that extra 10 seconds and you're in the store to read uh, read where it's from. If you're buying online, buy local, buy from someone up here. You don't have to buy from what's that big company? I can't remember now. Amazon. Amazon. They make it easy, but all that money leaves the country. Part of it's going over to China and the other part's going to Seattle or something. Buy local, buy from your neighbor. There's no shame in buying from your neighbor because he might be buying from someone else who buys from you who buys from your cousin or something, and everyone stays in business. Keep the money here. Okay. Now, gas station gold. i got to talk about this more quickly. There are people going up, and the elderly, our listeners out there have to be a little bit prepared. You'll be filling your tank of gas. You'll be coming out of a bank, and they'll come up, and they'll say, I need $20 or $100 to go to uh, to get home. And then what collateral they have, they're going to show you this gold. You're going to jump on it. I had a dealer this weekend get fooled by it, okay? He said he expected to get $580, and I said, well, no, you're going. You're not even getting 58 cents for this, okay? So this gas station gold, if someone comes up and offers to sell you gold, and it happens at gas stations, and it happens just outside the bank because they know people come out of banks have money. So this is what you have to be a little bit prepared for this, and I want you just to walk away from it, Okay. Now, we're going to be talking about things in your house worth more than your house. Glenn, you ready? What we going to want? We should take a call first. Okay, we'll take one call. So, you want to go to uh, Tony in Toronto with Barbie? How you doing, guys? Hey, Tony, how you doing? Okay, we scored a bunch of Barbies from the 60s. Okay. Uh, three Ken dolls from 68. Uh, actually, the Barbies are 66. Ken dolls are 68. And her little sister, I forget what her name was. Uh, Midge. 70. What's her name? Kelly. Midge. Isn't it Midge? I know I too much about for Barbies. I'm well, you played with Barbies. No, no. My, my daughter, one, one of my girls didn't play with dolls. The other one did. Go ahead, Tony. Well, yeah, anyway, I, I don't know what to do. <gasps> Pardon? Like, is there a market for them or... Yeah. Are they in the package? That's a key no, thing. No, no, no. That's the thing. They're no in box. those... Uh, in the 80s, they came out with these, um, like, vinyl boxes okay. that says Barbie on them. and They can be $20 to $50. A lot of people save those. 
The actual cardboard boxes are the best part. Yeah, I, I know, and I know. Some Mary Barbies are four and five thousand dollars. Now, just say you have to. But well, Barbie came out what sixty four? No, fifty nine. Oh, fifty nine. Fifty nine. Okay. And it's going to be kind of weird here. I'm going to say something that's kind of weird. You have to look on the rear end of the Barbie, and we'll have the patent date and the country of origin there. Okay, yeah. And that'll give you more information. Then you go on to if the legs bend or not, and then you go back. If they have legs. If they have legs. Or you have to go on to the, the different haircuts. It's a very specialized market. If you get a rare one, and up here in Canada, um, we get the rare ones because stuff would be test marketed up here, or they would be buying just for the Canadian market. So a Barbie collector who doesn't have it will buy from a, like, we only have, what, 10% of the population? Right. So we're going to have 10% of the Barbies if something was made for the Canadian market. So this is why we're very fortunate so up supply here. and demand. Some of those, you have yeah. less supply. Yeah. Yeah, because these are that Philippine, that made in Philippines, made in Taiwan. I've actually got a ballerina Barbie, and her legs do bend, her head pivots. That's going to be sixty-eight, sixty-nine. What you have to this do is send me pictures at sales at Toronto Gold Silver. You still there, Tony? I'm here. I'm here. I ain't going anywhere. Okay, we're going to give you the email if you want to send some photos and we can give you prices on everything. Yeah. Okay, sales. cool. That'd be great, guys. Oh, can yeah. I ask one quick question? Sure. I got an Oceana um, Murano, uh, made, it's made in Italy, a Murano pedestal bowl. It was imported by some place on... I need a picture. Uh, Murano, I need the pictures. And now, okay. it depends on if to still have the sticker on, if it'll be who is made by. Murano's more of an area. Yeah, I understand. I, I'm Italian. I know. It's it's a town in, in Italy. I understand that. Oh, okay. Says it's Murano Collection, um, blah, 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 made in Italy. Okay, need a photo. Need a photo, but... Here's some of the words I hate seeing on a collection. First edition, collector's edition, um, uh, first edition, or um, because anytime they put that on it, it generally is not good. Yeah. Okay? It's like the last uh, issue. Reproduced. Yeah, reproduced. That's all okay. But I'll take, I don't want to say anything more without seeing it. I'll, take I'll send a you a picture. I'll you send you guys a picture. like that, it's a bad thing. Like the reason okay. Barbies even, they wreck the market. The original Barbies were going for fifty nine up to $10,000, and that was right up to about the 1960s and 70s. So then they started making these collector Barbies, that, you know, Barbie uh, done by Bill Blass. Or yeah, Barbie yeah, yeah. I got a Swarovski all that uh, stuff. or that stuck special crystal. What is it? Swarovski or yeah. something like that? And they're like 10 bucks. Wrapped in a sash, okay. yeah. Let, let us give you the email address and uh, send us some pictures. Sale okay. at Toronto Gold. Silver.com. That's S A L E S at TorontoGoldSilver.com. And I can help you with the Murano. I personally don't like it, but I know it's got value. Okay. All right, Tony. Have a good day. Thank you very much, guys. You too. Ciao. Yeah. We've got another call here. Patricia Old Painters, it says. Patricia, are you there? I'm here. Yes. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. Great. So what is it you have that you'd like us to Well, I have a couple of oil paintings by a guy called Eugene Laferrette, artist. And on the back, it says 694 Lexington Avenue, New York, uh, New York, near... That may be where it's framed. 57th Street, sorry? 
That's probably the framing or the gallery that sold it. Gallery. The gallery sometimes, I'm going to say this, as yeah, sometimes the gallery is almost as important as the painter because if it's sold by the right place. Yeah, it was his gallery. That was his gallery. I oh, Googled okay. him. Yeah. I he, was in, um, he was in the Time magazine way back in 19. Oh, I no, no, he's probably listed ours. Okay, spell his name for me. I'm not familiar with what you're saying. Um, his name is uh, Eugene. La Ferrette. F A F L A F L A capital F O R E T. O R E T, correct. I'm not sure we'll come up with a value on this call, but uh, I'm going to, I can do it tomorrow. This is something. Again, if you send us pictures of the overall painting and then maybe the corner with the uh, where it's signed by the artist. Yeah, it is signed by him. It's definitely yeah. signed. So definitely that's what we need picture of, the image, the writing of the artist in the corner, and then any stamps on the back to include a gallery stamp or anything like that. And did you get no, the No, no stamp, just, just a paper stamp. That's fine. We still yes. a picture like that will help us date it and okay. come up with I values. Have, okay, depending on size. What size are they? Oh, don't know. Ball, ballpark. This ballpark. Um, I would say about six by. No, not even six. I'm sorry. I'm hopeless with uh, measuring. One second. No, um, no, you don't have like. Okay, six by eight, something like that. Let me let me put my phone down. One sec. Hold on. I normally be, I have like your phone down is going to be very boring radio, but okay. Yeah, um, normally I have like twenty measuring tapes around, and today I can't find one. No, um, no, okay. Is it as I'm going to say a twelve by? Let me, uh, I've got a five dollar bill. One second, five dollar bill. One, two five dollar bills across. One and a quarter down. Okay, so it's 10 by 7, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Lafayette is a listed artist, so it does have value, will sell. But here's a 24 by 36, selling for $500. Oh. <laughs> so, but your image could be a better image. If you send yeah. a picture in, we can get a better idea, but that gives you a rough idea of what some of his paintings are up. They're for sale right now for that price. Okay, okay. All right. you, now, you I also to... have this little pewter sort of round little cup and it's got a little hallmark inside but it's not it's not any hallmark that i'm uh, familiar with okay i got this is what they're called touch marks and if i see them sometimes give the touch marks is like a silver mark it'll tell you who made it and how old it is but that is something that you'll have to bring into the store literally we're at ten thousand three forty one young street you can call 905-307-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-
and their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Okay, we're back. And right now we're going to give out the phone numbers and then we're going to go to Tim Horton autograph. The phone number is locally 416 360 Zero seven four zero out of town one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. We're going to go to Diane, who has a Tim Horton signature. Hello, Diane, you there? Yes, I am. How are you? Fine, thank you. And you? Great. Yeah. Um, I have a Tim, uh, Tim Horton signature. I had it authenticized and everything. It was given to my husband, who delivered furniture to Tim Hortons the week that he died. Wow. Where, where was he delivering it to? Down in the state? Uh, Newcastle, right that way, by Hamilton, where we lived out there. Oh, okay. He was yeah. Well, what's it on, the signature? Pardon? What What did he sign? Like what? It's just uh, on a piece of paper. Just Best regular luck, piece of Tim paper. Tim to Jerry. Yeah. Well, in fact, Tim Hortons, he yeah. spent a lot. I grew up in Hamilton, but my, my dad was a Hamilton policeman, and, uh, of course, we used to hear because Tim Horton, his first several franchisees were all Hamilton policemen mm. because uh, the gentleman he partnered with, and he was from the Hamilton oh, Police Force, Ron it? Joyce. Oh, really? And, that's how, and they're all very wealthy. Of course, probably a lot of them have passed by now, but they ended up yeah. owning multiple Horton's franchises. So you find a reasonable amount of stuff down there. He spent a lot of time. Horton on a piece of paper, authenticated, which they always have to be, to be sold is probably worth between three and four hundred dollars. If it's on okay. something nicer, like a, a card or a photograph of yeah. him or a historic program, for example, a program from the night he died. He played at Maple Leaf Gardens that night, yeah. and driving home in St. Catharines, he crashed his car. Mm. I sell that program for two, three hundred dollars unsigned. If yeah. you ever had it signed by him, it would be worth multiple thousands because More. literally, it's the last autographs he ever signed. Yeah, well, like the they, guy told me, there's not a lot of Tim Horton signatures out there because he wasn't that old when he died either, really. He, well, it's a combination of things. There's not a lot because he died young, but there is a lot because he was yeah. in business. So he was always, in fact, there's the recent ad, if you've seen it, with Wayne Gretzky getting yeah. a Horton autograph at a Tim Horton store in Brantford when they first opened in Brantford. So he had to do a lot of promotional signing. Mm-hmm. So he has more compared to somebody else that died that age. But, of course, the donut chain, has made him even more collectible. If it wasn't yeah. for that, he's still highly collectible. He's a Hall of Famer or whatever. But mm-hmm. if, with that donut chain aspect, it really elevates the value of it. So it's sort of a mix there, but it's a great autograph. I mean, from that era, the only one that probably goes for more of a player. Chuck Funk? No, Terry Sawchuck Terry probably. Because yeah. he died young, and he wasn't the, the most uh, easy guy to get to sign, whereas Tim Horton had to yeah. sign because he was promoting a business. Actually, I had a gentleman, a lady brought in a Tim Horton uh, envelope to me with a picture, with a sign back from 1951. 
Jennifer brought it back into me. I gave it back to her, told her it was worth. She brought it to me, and I paid her more. Oh, okay, that's right. that's what yeah. happened. One thing to keep in mind about Tim Hortons, just since we're touching on it, if back in the day they used to make everything like special cups with Horton signature, um, pie pans, just the pie pans that say Tim Hortons on the bottom. Yeah. You get two, three hundred dollars for those. So any of the branded stuff, people have sold donut bags from the early stores. Really? In fact, I even have some placemats. Before he opened a donut shop, he actually had a drive-in, and there was only two. And it was hamburgers and whatever. There was one in Toronto, one in North Bay. And anything from those, that's back in 64. And then he quickly found out that hamburgers weren't as good with McDonald's and everyone yeah. entering the market. Go to coffee and donuts. And so all that stuff's very collectible. I know this is your oh. passion, but you know the board's full, right? Sorry about that. Okay. We'll Thank go, you. We'll go to... Uh, Bruce in Etobicoke has some fishing lures. Hi. Hey, Bruce. Hi there. How are you doing? Great. Um, listen, I'm not looking to get any prices or anything. I've been fishing. I'm 85 years old now, but I have lures that go back uh, quite a long ways. And I'm just looking now to say, okay, let's get rid of what's in this tackle box. I have more than one tackle box. Okay. And just maybe if somebody would tell me I where I could take them, like to you, and show well, you, you what I got, and then give me a price. Yeah, we could do that. I mean, lures are uh, interesting, and it, it almost goes with decoys. Every one, because so many were handmade, has a different I'm value. Sorry, you're not you're not coming through very clear. I'm sorry. sorry. Here. Yeah. So. With lures, it's similar to decoys. So many were handmade back in the day that everyone has. Okay, no, you can forget about that. These are not handmade. Uh, I have made a couple myself, but no, these are what you would say bought lures. So they're store model. Store model. Do you still have the boxes they came in? I'm sorry. Do you still have the boxes that they came in? Well, n- no, because I've used them. Yeah. Okay. And, well, uh, if, if if you want to bring them into our shop in Etobicoke, or if you want to, I was thinking that that would be probably the the best thing, and right. then you could take a look at. Exactly. I'm not yeah. looking for any great deals or anything. I yeah. just want you to maybe take a look at them and say, "Whoa, that's a nice tackle box." Yeah. Bruce, you're in Etobicoke. Hang on. I am. No. Yeah. yeah, Bruce okay. H. Over. Sorry. Hang on. Talk to my producer, and there's a chance we can either see you or you can see us. We'll ha- we'll talk after the show and see how I can help you, okay? Absolutely. Well, it's not a matter of helping me. I'm just willing to give to people that are willing to use them and make something out of them instead of Those, them dying with do. me. <laughs> you know we what I mean? that. Not a problem. You have a good day, Bruce. Thanks. You know, there's nothing yeah. wrong with giving to the world. There's nothing wrong with giving to the world. But here, okay, you let's pick. go to Richard in St. Catharines. He has a painting, I believe. Yeah. Richard, are you there? Yes, I am. Go um, ahead, please. Yeah, it's called uh, Cedar Making in the Country by H. Drury. H. Drury, okay. And uh, it's a 24 by 48. I've got the the IBM number if you need that. And is it an original painting you have? No, it's a limited edition. Uh, again, we probably if you send us a picture of it, we could tell you the value. But 
off the top. I mean, it depends on print runs and things like that. So if you could take pictures of the print numbers at the bottom, the artist's autograph, and anything else, if there's something written on the back and you send it to us, we could get you a value for sure. And but prints, a lot of people, okay. they bought prints. Sounds, sounds good. Okay, that's you, great. You know something like, Thank you. You, you bought something 40 years ago and uh, you enjoyed it. There's no guarantee it's going to be worth more money now. You just got to accept that. Okay. Now we've got Helen in Toronto with 80 old telegram programs, hockey. Hello. Okay. Hello, Helen. Go How ahead. are you? Great. Great, great. Okay. I have about 80 the telegram weekend magazines, and they're all uh, have hockey in them with the NHL's 1966 yep. all-star team. And uh, I've got a, all, all the magazines that I have have all different write-ups, big pictures with uh, them talking about the person itself. Do you have the full magazine? Yes, yes, intact. Everything's the, intact. They're worth a bit more. Many people cut the pictures out. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. There's no yeah. cut pictures out of it. It's full. Ma- there's nothing out of these magazines. They're full. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So probably cut out. They're worth 5 to $10. The magazines are worth about $20 each. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have the hockey cards from that same time period? Uh, I do have some hockey cards, but I don't think it's in the same time period that that I do. Okay. Because all well, these Telegram Weekly things are from 1966. Yeah. Well, we can definitely, uh, if you want to bring them in, we yeah. buy things like that, sell them. So um, we'd be happy to have a look at them. Sure. Okay. And then I have one more thing. The Toronto yeah. Telegram final newspaper, all intact. Um, five dollars. You were doing no, no. Oh, you know something? Actually, I saw one sell an auction for eight dollars. Yeah, it could go for more, but they're not really worth, they're not a, lot. worth a lot. They're, they're good souvenir to they give to a kid, to something yeah. to think about. The Telegram, they've never heard of it before, but there's no collector's value there. Oh, no collector for that. Okay. 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 So, um, do I have to get uh, your address? Could I have your address? Ten thousand. Yes. Ten thousand three forty one. Young Street, and okay. our phone number is 905-737-4653. And if you're, having, mm-hmm. if you're having trouble getting to Richmond Hill, you can come to our office at 26 Ripley Avenue. It's in South Etobicoke, and we can look at it there. So right. whatever's She's good back. for you. Yeah. Okay, you said 26 Brickley Avenue? Rip, Ripley, like Ripley. Oh, Ripley, Street, Ripley, not. like Ripley. So, okay, Ripley Avenue in Etobicoke. Yeah, right off the Gardner Expressway. It's easy. All right, all right. Okay, you take okay. care. Okay, thank yeah. you. Have a good day. Bye, thank you. Bye. Before we got to get the gold and silver. You haven't, got, you haven't got things that are well, expensive in your house. Okay. We're getting too many calls. That's what it is. Okay, gold and silver. Get a piece of paper. Get a, pa- get a pen. Make sure they both work. This is the most important part of the show. The silver and gold both went down this week. Ken Carrot Golo, 2803. 14 Carrot Gold, 3924. A gram. <coughs> for a gram. 18 Carrot Gold, $50.45. 22 Carrot Gold, 6166. Silver dollars are 1557. Sterling is 73 cents a gram. 800 silver, 62 cents a gram. You, if you need clarification, call my store, 905-737-4653. We will give you our prices over the phone. 
any store that doesn't, you should not go there. We're also, if you're buying, buying gold and silver, we have the best prices in town if you're going to be buying gold and silver. Like Kilgram, like I'm just going to say, next to my neighbor, he's charging for maples uh, 42, we charge 38. If you buy 400, 500, you're saving $2,000. Sorry to interrupt you, but we got some lines here. I know we've got some. Okay, but the gold and silver, well, you know I'm in the gold and silver business. This is where I make people money. Okay, we'll go to what it says. Okay, we'd like to go to Beth in Burlington who has some World War One items. Hello. Beth, are you there? Yes. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I have, from 1914 war, the uh, a hand pistol that my father-in-law used but is taken apart. Uh, all the buttons off his uniform, uh, telegram he sent his girlfriend when he was coming home, and... Uh, Do you have the uniform? Oh, no, 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 I don't have the uniform. Just, ah. just the bits and the, like the buttons and things like that off the So uniform. many of those uniforms were thrown away because they were mothy, and we always say, do not throw them out. Even mothy, and there was yeah. more than no uniform at all. So uh, Yeah, no, those, I never saw are, the uniform. Those are interesting items. Again, I think something we probably have to see. With yeah, no, but the metals, metal, we do not melt metals at all. We believe that people gave this, uh, who are willing to give sacrifice. the ultimate salt of sacrifice should be remembered in the right way. And but uh, the military, I have a military expert on staff, and we can get the exact prices. Um, World War One is usually worth more than World War Two, and we want, want we want to remember it the right way. A lot of people say they're going to donate to the Legion. Believe me, the Legions are inundated with this stuff, and they have lots because everyone's in the Legion. We can find a proper home from a collector if you want. You sell the item. And mm-hmm. then you can donate the money to the Legion. They'd rather take the money. Oh, I if see. That's yeah. the case. But we, any we could get your prices on those items. Which yeah, he, he, he has a bunch see. of medals and things, you know, medals that he uh, received nope. and all that. We're, <clears throat> we're very interested. So uh, either give us a call or okay. send us an email. I, I can call, call okay. him uh, tomorrow. All right, okay. Joan. Thank you Thank very you. much. Sorry, Beth. Take care. Okay, bye. I'm going to give up part of my slot here just to get to Joan, who's been waiting. She has a collector's spoon. Joan, what kind do you got? Hi, good, good, good morning. I have got a, a spoon, and it's from it, at the top of the spoon. It says Siam, S I A M. Yeah. And it's there's um, the spoon part at the bottom is round, and then the part at the top that has that says Siam, it has a picture uh, of a Buddha. On top, okay. and it's very, very old. Um, and uh, okay, but got to okay. I'm gonna tell you. Yes. Now, you get it's Siam, and it's in English, right? Yes. So it's a tourist piece. So it might be very old, and what you're thinking, but it's probably after the war. It's after 1920. Okay. But <coughs> the country Siam became Thailand. I know. In ni- no, you don't know what date. I would like to know the exact date, sir, that that happened. Um, June 23rd, 1939, Okay, because I enjoy Thai food, so I look up these things. Uh Anyways, it's an interesting item uh, because it has that aspect of being older. We worked a lot, but there isn't a lot of spoon collectors. It's just a souvenir spoon. Yeah, but still from the 30s. I think it'd be worth $10 or $15. Mm -hmm. Okay. I also have a... I'm going to try... Wait, our, our caller's speaking. Go ahead. 
I also have a, I don't know what kind of a knife it is, but it's it's got a fancy um, top on it. Like, it's not just a plain blade. And it's got Wembley on it, W-E-M-B-L-E-Y. And yeah. there's a picture of a lion on top of the word Wembley. Okay. And on the back of the blade, there's um, all sorts of initials that, one, two, three, four initials, that uh, are in little boxes, but I even with a magnifying glass. Oh, I can read okay, what it's it sterling. Okay, I'm going to tell you what this is. Your handle on this piece is made out of sterling. It's going to be around fifty. If it's eight inches long, nine inches long, it's going to be approximately fifteen grams of sterling. Uh huh. And those little boxes you see, we're going to call those hallmarks. Yes. When, look, I don't have enough time today to go into it that much. Those hallmarks tell you that it was made of nine two five silver. And it was made in England, and those hallmarks will tell you the year that they were ma- it was made, the uh, county it was made, or the, the city it was made in, uh-huh. and uh, who did, and who designed it. Uh-huh. Okay. One other interesting thing about this, just being Wembley with the Lions, there was a team in the 30s, 40s, yeah. 50s, the Wembley Lions, a famous hockey team. Oh, yes. In, in England. Potentially could be related to that, possibly not. Yeah. We'd have to see it and yeah. do some further examination. But huh? if it is worth that, then you're looking at more than the silver value because you have a, a yeah. sports-related piece of collectibles that people will pay more for. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the handle on the knife, it's not silver. It's, um, I don't no, know, no, the blade is like not a mosaic. The handle is silver. I'm sorry? Okay. Joan, we got to go because we have to pay attention to some of our sponsors. Send us a photo or call us, and we'll uh, look after you. Okay, thank you very much. You take care. You too. Bye. We're running out of show before we run out of time here. No, running out of show before. No, running out of time. No, we want we have more show than we have time. We should extend this. We should do twenty four hours straight. We'll do a marathon. No, no, no. Yeah, marathon show. Yeah, right. We'll end up killing each other. Okay. Um, we gave the gold prices and. I want you to, I need listers. Glenn, you might, you were going to talk about things in your house. I'm building this up for next week. We're building it up for next week. Okay. So you have to buy, you have to listen to us next week because we've run out of important. And I've written it down so I won't forget. Okay. We're getting to that age where we sometimes forget stuff. I want you, like I said, go get a second opinion and don't throw stuff in the garbage. Buy locally. Buy locally. And the other thing, the big thing here is like, does your garbage man go around with a checkbook? A little bit of laugh, but they, they give stuff to the garbage instead of letting us check it out. And or a good, good portion of the time, there's people that go and examine that garbage and pull it out. And they bring I it see it on our again. street every week. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, while we're going out, you say something. Well, it's... It was another great uh, call-in show. We had lots of calls this week, so we didn't have to listen to Paul as much, so that was great. But uh, anyways, I, I'm still his assistant for now, but uh, we are looking for a raise. Okay. Be safe. Be healthy. Wear a mask. And we'll see you next week. And get a second opinion. Make sure. Can not make it up? Take care. Thank you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.